Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. Well, in Hiroshima in Japan, the leaders of the G7 group of rich nations have been meeting without any representatives from South Africa. The focus mainly on issues around Russia's invasion of Ukraine, with Russia's with Ukraine's president Volodymyr Zelensky being warmly welcomed there. Russia used to belong to what was called the G8 group of countries, but was expelled when it annexed Crimea from Ukraine in 2014. Roland Henwood's a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. This meeting is supposed to talk about the global economy, but it seems it's really all about Russia, Ukraine and Zelensky. Yes, um, I think these have become intertwined in such a way that, and also the, the Ukrainian conflict is probably more most in the mind of especially European countries. And then with Zelensky attending in person, it probably is bound to... Um, in a sense, change direction to focus more directly on what's going on in the context of Ukraine. Is this a sort of moment for rich countries to show their support for Ukraine, or maybe more accurately, their opposition to Russia? Yes, I think so. Um, Actually, both. Um, I think we've seen support, but also a lot of talk on active measures against Russia, and including, and, and this is quite important, given the geopolitical context, Um, and hosting of Japan, the invitation of countries such as India and Australia, it shows the focus also moving to the Indo-Pacific and specifically dealing with what is seen as the threat um, rising from China. The fact that we're not there, we're represented through the African Union, they do have a representative there. But I get a sense that because of everything else, Africa's just not on the on the radar of this meeting at all, despite very real problems driven often by conflicts in Sudan and food prices in Africa. Uh, yes, I think um, two issues. The African Union is there. They've been there for quite a long time. But they came in after South Africa, and South Africa became, in a sense, a standing feature. Um, that changed with the leadership of Mr. Zuma and Mr. Ramaphosa did attend the previous meeting, was not invited this time around. Um, it depends probably on how one looks at it. I, From my perspective, I think it indicates the declining influence of South Africa um, in the world, but more specifically also in Africa. Um, Africa is not high on the agenda at this stage. And to some extent, Africa in its own way, is so divided on this Russian-Ukrainian um, conflict that it may make it difficult to actually, from the outside, focus on a specific country and have a coordinated approach um, by the G7. When you have all of these leaders in one room, so they are the leaders of the world's biggest economies, and if you look at food prices, inflation, the price of oil, all of it, Um, the difficulties that that's creating. It's creating a massive squeeze from billions of people around the world. Is there anything these political leaders can really do about that? It seems their options are quite limited. At this stage, the options are limited. Um, One of the underlying issues, of course, is this is still a fallout of the COVID um, restrictions that applied, Um, but then definitely also driven quite quite a lot by the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and and that had a huge impact. So until this is settled, we're going to see these problems, uh, probably without going too much into economics, it's not my field. But the fact that you have in Europe the the makings of what one probably can describe as underlying economic activity is a war economy, 
we're going to see problems persist for quite some time. And that means that as people get poorer, particularly when it comes to food prices here and in the rich world, people grow more and more unhappy, and that has consequences all of its own. Yes, and then you see the disparities. I mean, South Africa's inflation problem seems to be much more persistent. Um, Food price inflation is declining in the rest of the world. It's increasing in South Africa. So, So there are these disparities also. Um, not all, of course, related to the Ukraine-Russian issue or what happens globally. Um, in our case, some of what happens is locally and self-inflicted. But it makes engaging at the global level much more difficult. Ronan Henwood, thank you. Political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. I do appreciate the time.